No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome in No Catch Up Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick, Eli Cabron with me. Week 17. Bears recap. Man, it's how, I'm happy to be back. Um, I, I fell for it again. Bears get smoked. 35-16 at home against the Packers. Like we said last week, what do you know? We have to beat the Packers to get in the playoffs. And, of course, we got mashed. Um... A lot to talk about because I was talking to Nick. First of all, fellas, how you doing? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, Big Nick the Quick. Happy New Year, Eli K. Veron. I hope everything was well. Um, we fell for it again, meaning, and, and I'll speak for myself. Let me let me give my little my spiel, my little intro in that I fell for it again. I fell for it in that I, I got actually hopeful that we were going to win the game. I actually got hopeful that maybe we do have a chance here. Um, it's the same fucking shit week in, year out, what we've been saying forever, right? Big Nick the Click, actually, right before we hopped on, he goes, I can't believe we have to play another game next week. It's like, yo, for real, man. Just stop the stop the madness. End it now. It's uh, It's a waste of everybody's time. But I will say this. I think me and K. Baron talked on the last episode about how our worst nightmare may be coming true. I'll speak for myself. My worst, my, my worst nightmare may be coming true where we're going to close out the season with four straight wins. Then we'll end up, by default, having to keep Trubisky, Pace, and Nagy all together. Maybe even Pagano all together. And um, now we got smoked at home against the Packers. Cabron noted last episode that if there's one thing the McCaskey family doesn't mess around with, it's the Green Bay Packer rivalry. They want to win those games. Those games are major in their eyes. So we take an L there, a big L on Sunday. And now I may get my dream where we make the playoffs and we get a bunch of changes. I'm going to start with you, Big Nick, the quick. First off, how you feeling? Lovely. Um, give me give me your feeling about the Bears. Like you, like I said just a second ago, going into the, the show, you're like, I can't believe this shit has to go on for another week. Yeah, so I'll preface this by saying I would always, always, always rather be in the playoffs than not in the playoffs. So I'm not sitting up here. <clears throat> I think, you know, people might mis- misunderstand this as us being like, oh, fuck, the Bears are in the playoffs. Like, yeah, obviously the goal is to compete for a championship, and the way to do that is to play in the playoffs. With that being said, if ever a team threw it in reverse, put on the backup camera, had the beep going, and backed into the playoffs, it was the 2020 Chicago Bears. Um, like you said, we had the chance to go in there. I would have felt a lot better if we had clinched a playoff spot with a W. Um, but like you said, man, we went in there or came over here, and the Green Bay game went exactly as we thought it was. Aaron Rodgers came out on fire. Defensively, we had no idea what we were doing with them. Offensively, the same thing I've been saying all year, right? I feel like every week I say, like, hey, if you want to point to one failure on the Bears, this is it. But, like, really, let's look at this. How many times this year are we in the red zone or really even inside the 30, whatever you want to call it, 
and they just don't come away with touchdowns. That game was available for the taking. As well as Rodgers was playing, as much as he was picking us apart, we had opportunities, right? We had the opportunity off the punt fumble, which put us in the red zone. We had a couple more drives that put us in the red zone. We had two drop picks that would have, one of them would have 100% been a pick six, right? All of those were huge plays that could have been made, and the Bears made absolutely none of them. And when that happens, you're not going to beat a better team. So for all that, this wasn't one of those like ass kickings where it's like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't see any path to victory, right? Like 100%, you can see where the Bears went wrong on this. And there were plays to be made, whether it's converting actual fucking touchdowns in the red zone. Like, hey, great, man, Cairo Santos has hit 25 straight since I murdered him on the podcast and he's <laughs> 93% of his field goals in. That's great, but that is not what we needed on Sunday. We needed touchdowns. And I just don't get it, man. You have the long completion to Mooney. You come up. What do you do on first and 10? You run the fucking ball. I just don't get it. Everybody in the world knows that you're handing it to David Montgomery, and that's what you do. Get creative. Throw the ball. Like, I just don't you're understand. Talking about, you're talking about the big play you had that just automatically go to, like, a, automatically a, a, went to a, a run play, play that yeah. everyone knows is coming. There was no thought at all of doing anything. There was no thought of play action. There was no thought of trickery. It was literally, oh, big conversion? Awesome, man. Go right to the play sheet, BU. Which was that dumbass run that puts us in second and nine. Then I think, I forget what we do on second down. And then the third down, we don't go for the end zone. We don't go for the end zone. None of these red zone plays are going towards the end zone. No, that's that's Jimmy Graham. You have Jimmy Graham. You have Allen Robinson, right? Allen Robinson is made to go get 50-50 balls. I know he lost some earlier on in the years, but that's what he's here for. Jimmy Graham is fucking 6'8 and a red zone target and knows how to do this. Cole Komet, you can do some, some stuff with him. I don't know, but you don't flip it out to Montgomery or whatever the hell they tried to do that puts the ball. The, 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 yeah, they flipped it out to Montgomery. He runs into five guys. Right. It's like, what, 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 what on the chart, what on the BU book came up with that? Like, bro, convert, score a touchdown. You're an offensive mind, man. You are an offensive mind. So that's like when I said, when you when you bench Trubisky, you left yourself out there butt-ass naked. And that's where we are with Nagy. If it's laser, I'm pretty sure Nagy was calling the plays on Sunday. Um, you you, you got to call plays that go towards the end zone, man. At least give yourself a shot. I'll say Those this. plays had no chances of scoring touchdowns. I'll say this. Yeah, that is the the thing about the red zone shit is like none of these balls are going in the red zone. And we're literally asking people to break three and four tackles to, to score a touchdown. Yeah. Um, but if Nagy – and before I'm going to let you get off. I'm going to let you uh, let, let you go here in a sec, Eli. But if Nagy's calling the plays, I don't – did he just – does he have, have him in his head? He's not using the sheet anymore because he doesn't have shit walking around. He's just walking around the sideline with nothing in his hand. Yeah, he's like, it's first and ten. Let's run. Let's run up the portal. <laughs> like, yeah, run, run up the middle. It's uh, like on Madden when you can ask the coach what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron, how are you feeling? I, I know Nick Nick had to get it off his chest, but more overall, I, I, I feel like folks, we can analyze the game all we want, but how do you feel about the squad right now, knowing we backed in and we have the Saints next week? Uh, in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, like what Nick said, I don't think the Bears should apologize for making the playoffs because that's the goal of the team at the beginning of the season. You got to that's what that's what you're trying to accomplish. And yeah, they backed in. But there's a lot of teams that would that would like to be in the Bears position right now. The Arizona Cardinals being number one. So in that Fire sense, your coach. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> long, long list of things they need to do. But uh, I mean, yeah, the, there's there's a there's a section of the fan base that thinks that this is a bad thing. And I just don't agree with that. Like, 
every playoff experience that Roquan Smith gets, that David Montgomery gets, every snap they take on Sunday is going to be valuable moving forward. So in that sense, getting into the playoffs is a good thing. But what Sunday said to me was that the Bears are so far away from beating the Packers. I know, Nick, you said that there was a couple plays, but I just don't see that. The Bears are just not even on their level. Like, yeah, they had some injuries. And, and you look at the guys that went out, Komet, Mooney, Montgomery, and then Roquan, which are probably the four best young players on the roster, not counting Jalen Johnson, who was also out. So you could chalk that up. But the Bears just aren't even in the Packers league right now. And and not converting in the red zone is is clearly number one problem. Um, they, they just don't even utilize the players that they have to offer. But to me, this spoke to a failure of Ryan Pace because they invested so much in that defensive line and linebackers, and they were nowhere. Like, Khalil, we've talked about this. Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn. A uh, no-show. No-show. Not available. Not available. And Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack, not even – yeah, not just no-show. And, and Eddie Jackson, like – we, we haven't piled on him, but he dropped a pick, but he's just like, he's been bad this year. And like, this is a guy that they were touting as defense player of the year. Like they're getting burned over the top and, and you can blame that on someone on the scheme. But if Eddie Jackson's an all pro player, he's got to make some plays. And like, you can, you can blame him for the, the drop pick. Cause that, that's a huge play. Like Kendall Vildor drops a pick. Okay. That's a sixth round pick. Eddie Jackson. No, you're, you're supposed to make those plays. So there's plenty of blame to go around. But to me, Sunday said that the bears are not even close to beating the Packers. And it's going to be a while until they are able to do that. Uh, yeah. as long as number twelve is there. They're in, they're not. They don't have a chance. And you're also you're also not going to beat the Packers constantly putting Danny Trevathan on Devontae Adams and thinking that that's going to work, right? Like I, I I just I don't understand what the game plan was, what scheme you're running that constantly has Danny Trevathan chasing Devontae Adams up the middle of the field. And you could say like, oh, that's supposed to be Roquan, but it wasn't. Like Roquan Smith was out of the game. That means that Chuck Pagano needs to take that play out of the play chart. Like that's not he's not available. Therefore, that play is not available. Like you have to adjust, and the Bears just don't do that. They just well, sit, is, well, they, well, and, and whoever fifty five is that was filling in for Roquan Smith should be unavailable on Sunday too because <laughs> that guy was a fucking disaster. Would right. oh my god. Like e- either way, like you said, I, if even if it's Roquan, I don't want Roquan running with people on a streak. Not Devonte. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean. So like, regardless, right? I think uh, we talked about this. Is that Pagano has been putting our guys in a position to get smoked, and he's leaving guys like. But listen, we always talk about personnel and playing to your personnel, and when you have guys like Buster Screen and. And those type of dudes in the slot, like you can't leave them one on one with anybody. So, uh, especially on downs like third and third and eight, fourth and three, whatever it is, right? So, I think that's a big thing. The 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 Pagano thing. We have a coaching issue. Like, say say it how you want, and and there's no way around it. We have a coaching issue where we there's a lot of stuff that's happening that you can point directly at coaching, and if that's having slot. Line a, a linebackers like Danny Javathan, who is old for a linebacker, <laughs> yeah. trying to be out in coverage. I mean, there was a time where we had Mac out in coverage quite a bit, and we we're like, "Yo, what the fuck is going is on he here? Doing? Like, yeah. why why is he not doing anything but rushing the passer?" Right. So, I think it's uh, it's that's not uh, what Danny Javathan does. That, that's, yeah, not, that's exactly. not what he does for a living. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. And you can tell that whole play, they were disorganized and like. Quinn is running back and forth, not sure who to cover. Like, burn a timeout. Get set. Because otherwise, it's a touchdown. Like, that's just bad organizational philosophy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is the biggest thing for me, man. 
fellas, they gave us every opportunity to be in the game, and we still got blown out. That like that like to 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 piggyback on what you were saying, Eli. We're so far away from even being in competition with solid football teams. It's not a joke, and I understand that the NFC or uh, the Green Bay Packers are the number one team in the NFC, but like they easily they they opted down. We needed three and out coming out of half. We get the three and out, but we get it on a miracle that we that he drops a forty five yard touchdown. 55-yard touchdown pass. Big drop. Big drop. They 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 gave us a, tur- a turnover earlier in the half. We didn't convert it to six. Um, we had a, Aaron Rodgers who ne- – Nick DeQuick tweeted out earlier in the week – or earlier in the game. He said, it's tough to go down against the Packers because you know Aaron Rodgers isn't going to make any mistakes to let you back in the game. He actually did that on multiple occasions, and we didn't convert it. So, like – Got to make those plays, man. Yeah, you got to make the plays. You got to make it happen. And on offense, oh, sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. Go ahead. On offense, the first drive was picture perfect. It was. I'm looking at the drive chart now. 14 plays, 60 yards, seven minutes and 29 seconds. Like each team only got one drive in the first quarter. Like that's exactly what the Bears wanted to do: drive down the field, burn the clock. Like it couldn't have started any better, and it still didn't matter at the end. (laughs) And to Sean's point, too, like, if you look at it, Mitch didn't play terrible. He didn't play great, but he didn't play terrible, right? He's relatively accurate for the day. I forget what his final numbers are. But, like, to Sean's point, we 100% have a coaching problem. Like, it is a coaching problem. All year long, on offense and on defense, you have not looked at your players and put them in a position to win. Whether you want to talk about the handling of Mitch, whether you want to talk about the handling of the offensive line. I'm assuming this guy, Mustafer, has been on your team all year, right? So where the fuck was he? Why did we not realize we should take out Rashawn Coward in week zero because he can't play football, right? Little things like that that you as a coaching staff need to be on top of. Pagano, we've been saying it all year long. What are you doing with this defense? What are you looking at and seeing that everybody else isn't seeing? Because I see an aggressive defense that needs to play aggressive and needs to force turnovers. You got these guys doing all types of crazy shit. You, you got Dan Trevathan chasing Devontae Adams. You got these guys not going after the quarterback, not playing aggressive for damn near half the year. Then the games when you finally turn it off, guess what? It looks good. But then the next game, you don't do it. And you're getting cute with some of this shit. Like, yeah. I don't like that shit. Listen, I, I, I'll say this, man. I, I think if you go back and look at the whole season, the defense has been really bad all year. I, I mean, really bad might be harsh because – they kept us in a lot of games earlier in the year. I think, how about this? I think that when we had a chance earlier in the year and we were winning games, they were they were playing well. But there was a lot, a lot of soft spots. And the best performance all year was against the Panthers. They came out on fire. We're running all over the place. From the start start to finish, we were turning, people, we, we were turning the Panthers over. But now that we're at week 17, guess what? The Panthers are ass. The rest of the teams that they smoked out, you know, they the D, the defense smoked out the Jaguars. Guess what? The Jaguars are ass. <laughs> but you know, even the Jaguars, do you like, get what I'm saying? Like all the teams that we beat up on are sh- they're on offense and defense are shit. All of our wins are garbage, except we, for Tampa. Tampa's the only good win they have. And and we had Tom Brady, the goat, literally for, had to forget what down it was for yeah. the game, right? Yeah. So we we played a close game at home against the Saints. Like all right, but. All the wins that we got, 
The, we needed a miracle to come back and beat the Falcons. The Falcons are ass. I can't like the the Bears have eight wins, and half of them are against teams that have fired their coach, like Detroit, right. Atlanta, uh, Jacksonville, Houston. Like these, they loaded up on bad teams, which is like whatever. That's the schedule that the NFL gave them. No apologies there, but like this is not a good team. And what I was gonna say is like you look at what the Packers did. They saw Johnson and screen route in the Bears secondary. They attacked Vildor every chance they could. Oh, my God. Kyle Fuller was almost never in the picture because they were going away from him. Meanwhile, the Packers' offensive line is banged up, and do the Bears blitz that side? No. They, Chuck Pagano's so, run his thing. Like It just make it's just common sense, and they, the Bears just don't do that. Let me ask you guys a question, and I know – is this taking him out of his comfort zone by saying, hey, Fuller, we know you like to guard the right side, right? That's where you stay, and you kind of stay over there, but – when you're getting burned by Devontae Adams, at some point do you say, hey, Kyle Fuller, you're a lockdown corner. This is who you stick because we can't afford to have any of these other guys covering him. I was wondering the same thing. Like, yeah. At, but at what I, point do you make that decision? I would assume Devontae Adams wants to be an outside receiver too, and the Packers are perfectly fine putting him in the slot. Like, at some point, Kyle Fuller has to decide to shadow that number one guy, I would think. But that, that's just not how the Pagano runs that defense, I guess. I don't know, man. It, it's, it seems impossible to stick Devontae Adams. I don't give a For fuck. Sure. If, if no, no, no. Give, give yourself a chance yeah, with one of yeah, the elite yeah. corners in the league, you know? Right. Right. You're setting up Vilder to fail, and he did. Like, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> you, 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 you have an elite corner. Like, you got you to do that. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's uh, let's pivot off the game because we, we lost. Okay. And, I mean, going in, we, we did, I don't know. We didn't talk beforehand, but. I didn't think we would win, obviously, but we we ended up. We, so let, let, let's look for it, right? We get smoked against the Packers, who seem to beat us every single time we play. I think I saw something that they beat us what eighteen of twenty one. Dude, Rodgers is 20, 21 and five against the Bears. Twenty Aaron Rodgers is twenty one and five against the Bears. Yeah, I, that, I don't recall five losses ever. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. That's that's such an insane number that it doesn't even matter, right? I can think of three. That's why we saw in the interviews. Like, I love playing in Chicago. The fans are great. Like, yeah, come on, exactly. bro. You know, yeah, you love over here getting that W. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But let's uh let's move forward. We're now in the playoffs. We're going, we play the Saints on Nickelodeon. I thought that was fucking hilarious. No, we're not really. Yo, we're on Nickelodeon, bro. Oh, I saw you I saw you tweet that. I thought that was a joke. No, no joke. <laughs> what do you mean? Why are we on Nickelodeon? No, it's on CBS and Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's on CBS why? and Nickelodeon. But it's you know, they're trying to Trying to get the kids involved. They're trying to get the kids Fun involved. Man. But listen, While grown men are running around giving each other COVID nineteen. We want to put it on a, t- on a kid TV channel. <laughs> like buckets of slime coming down. <laughs> like, what is this? Hey, you you're got it. it. Oh, you're it. Like, <laughs> the end zone. <laughs> so they're on Nickelodeon, and but um, on Nickelodeon, the big talk, obviously, that we've been talking about every week, because I don't, I, I, if there's one horse I will beat to death, it's the quarterback position. Because if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, your team and franchise is garbage. That's period, point blank. That's just what it is. Um, I got a guy on, I got a Trubisky truther. I sent out a tweet about an hour, two hours before we were going to go live. And I was like, yo, if anybody wants to talk some shit about Trubisky uh, and thinks he's an actual NFL starting quarterback and thinks that, you know, he should be a part of the squad going forward. Come on, holler at me. My guy Will tweeted me. Uh, he's he's going to come on. He's in the green room right now. Before I bring him on, um, I don't know how many times I need to say this, but every time Mitch Trubisky plays a bad team or plays a bad team, he looks okay. He still makes like. Let's be clear here. He wasn't like lights out against 
the worst teams in the league. He made a lot of mistakes over the past three weeks, dropped picks all over the place, but he did play well. He played overall well. Like I, I'll say that. <clears throat> we, we play a team in the Green Bay Packers at home to get to the playoffs. He can't get it done. Simple as that. No touchdowns, one interception. Just he doesn't have coaching, it. though. Bro, he doesn't have it, bro. Like, we're talking out both sides of our mouth no. sometimes when we're like, you know, the coaching gives nobody any chance listen, and he doesn't listen. have it. The coaching, you know. Okay, well then I'll speak I'll speak for myself. If his coach is fucking Bill Belichick, he's not a he's not a number one quarterback in the league. It's just that's my opinion. I don't think he can get it done. The coaching has not helped him, but some of these some of these decisions and some of the stuff that he's doing is not coaching on the field. Um that's where I'm at. I wanna, I wanna bring. The reason I wanted to bring a guy on is because it's like, hey, I, we hammer this guy, and we're all kind of on the same team all the time. We're, we're talking about the Bears and, and moving forward. I think we're on the same team. That Trubisky's not going to win us any games. And I wanted to bring a guy on that thought uh, something different. Um, Chicago guy, Chicago police officer. So he he's locked into the city, knows the streets. Welcome in, Willie. Will What's Munoz is good, Sean? baby. What's How you doing, baby? Good. What's the word? All right, not, not, not much. Everything's Yo, good. Give, uh, listen, listen. Give me, because we talk about it all the time, and when we talked about you said you want to turn off your, 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 your turn signal, G. Hey, bro, if you're, if you're in the Harvard hoodie, man, you better come with some truth. <laughs> if you're in the Harvard hoodie, man. You can't – you got you to represent, man. So, look, give us – so this is the situation, right? Go ahead. Some people think he's played his way into a deal. He's played well the last three games. A lot of people are like, hey, what are we going to do? There's no one else we can go get. Our cap is in shambles because Ryan Pace put $100-plus million into the defense. That's now not producing anything. Our defensive coordinator either doesn't know how to work with the guys or they're just not playing or doing what he says. Um, some people think we're in a spot where we have to bring Trubisky back on a team-friendly deal and try to give it another shot because that's the only option that we have, which is bullshit. But we'll get there. Why do you think Trubisky should be brought back you have faith. Why, t explain to me why you have faith in him and, and, and how you're feeling about Trubisky right now. All right. So I've been in the, ch in the green room for like 10 minutes. A lot of the stuff yeah. you guys are saying is accurate. Chuck Pagano has no business being in the NFL anymore. Okay. No business whatsoever. You had a top 10 defense from two or top five defense from two years ago. They had a bad year last year. And you bring, they're, they're not even the top 15 right now. Okay, but listen, we're talking we're talking about the O. We had we were in a must-win game at home. We scored 16 okay. points. You got to look at the play calling as well. You got Darnell Mooney running outs <laughs> and, and five-yard curls. One of the fastest guys on our offense ran one route for more than 15 yards. And the one route he ran, they hit him for 55. Why is he running five-yard outs and five-yard curls? There's no business doing that. Trubisky is limited and where he's able to throw the ball, all right? And then you got – don't forget, it's 10 minutes or however much time was left in the fourth quarter. We're down six at the 25-yard line, and you run a fourth and one out. It had just, run the it had ball. Just, it had just ball worked. The middle. So this is the thing about, about that, right? Because in, in my head, I'm like, yo, there's a lot of different things that we could run, but we had just ran the fourth and one play on a pass, and it worked. Yeah, but um, it scared me. It wasn't the right call. Was that the Anthony Miller miracle catch? Yeah. Yeah. Would you basically do it 25 side. yards in front of him? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, well, they were what? They were, th I think they had, they had hit on four straight 
fourth and one. Uh, yeah, it was the fifth one. And the best. One, one was a one was the one over the middle of the Tony. Then it was a QB sneak, and then we ran one like jet sweep pass to Mooney. And then one we were off sides, Remember? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, the they, didn't call, yeah. They, didn't, they didn't call it. Yeah. Right. So what? So well, what you're saying is that you you feel like Trubisky can actually produce when he's put in the right yeah, position. This is not just about one game. All right, you got a guy who started off two and zero. He has a rocky one game, and he's pulled. He just immediately gets taken out. Foles comes in, throws eighteen touchdowns in one quarter. We win the game. Okay, <laughs> then then he sits out for six weeks straight. Comes back to a team that's ready to fire everybody and leads them to the playoffs. I know it's a it's against a bad Jags team. It's against which I don't think is a bad Texans team. The Texans lost a lot of games by one possession. You know, they weren't as bad as their record showed. But the Bears, if they had a better defensive corner, could easily be 12-4, and 11-5, and five, with Trubisky at the helm. He had, a half, he had a half a season oh robbed from God. him. He had a half a season robbed from him, and he still threw for over 2,000 yards. <laughs> okay, well, let me – He said who robbed Mitch Trubisky. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Before, before I – robbed them. Before I let them. you go, before I let you go, Eli and Nick, I, I want to get this clear. It wasn't a rocky third game. It wasn't – dog, he's been asked for years now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, go back to last year. He was whack. So, it's not like th- this dude didn't get his fair shot at being the, at the helm for the Chicago Bears, and he didn't do anything. I've I've seen him now in, what, 50 starts? We, we, I get you there, Sean, but he's been I, I, working seen with the same 50s. play calling. It's the same play calling over and over. These jet sweeps, these out routes, this these these wide receiver screens that they're just not working. And he gives up play calling. Bill Lazor comes in. He's doing a little bit of a, a better job, but it's still the it's not the correct play calling. All right, Trubisky is ad. He he's he has agility. He has speed. He can run the ball, and we're doing none of that. Eli, go ahead. They're not playing to his strengths. So my question, Will, to you would be: Where do you see? Trubisky, his peak is because I've said a couple weeks ago that it's more than just the play calling. It's an organizational failure. And I agree that they've, they've let Mitch down with a lot of things, but some of it is on the quarterback's development. He's in his third year and he should not be throwing into double coverage in the end zone. So like to you, to my question, my question to you is how much do you think Mitch can improve if he was given the right tools, if he's given the right supporting cast, like what do you see his peak being? Because the Bears' goal has to be to beat the Packers, and they need a quarterback to do that, and I just don't know if number 10 is the one to do that. They do have to beat him, and I don't know where his peak is going to be. I don't know if he's hit his peak. We don't know because he's, he's he's got these coaches that aren't equipping him with the right tools to go out there and be successful. I'm sorry, but like I said earlier, Darnell Mooney is not – it should not be running outs for five yards. <clears throat> Listen, okay, uh, really well, quick. Hold on. Let me, yeah, go ahead, Nick. All right, so I got a couple things. Number one – um. Like I said before, Will came on. We are kind of talking out of both sides of our mouth when we're saying, hey, the play calling is awful, but also Mitch is awful. And, you know, kind of what's first, right? What's the reason? With that being said, um, Mitch has some major, 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 major deficiencies that will always hold him back from being a top of the line, top 10 quarterback in the NFL, right? It's kind of like to what level up is saying on the chat. He can't read defenses, right? You even said it, Will. He's limited. You can only call a certain type of plays that work for him, right? If it comes into making his second and third reads and things like that, he's not able to do that. He's not able to break down a defense. you got to make everything kind of quick for him, 
everything that allows him to kind of use his athleticism to make plays and everything like that. And Nagy has not done a good job of doing that. But the other side is, even if you did do a good job of doing that, and even if you did put him in a position to win, like you have been these last couple of weeks, he can still only take you so far. Yeah. So, like, if you were the GM of the Bears, like, what what would you do? Like, are you saying that you want to – are you a Trubisky truther to the point where it's like, hey, hand Mitch a four-year contract? Or are you more like me where it's like, hey, I say bring him back on a one-year because we really have no other option for next year? Like, I'm trying to figure out – and, yeah, happy birthday, Virginia Bukowski. We don't blame you for this. <laughs> there, um, but, ask, yeah, what, like, where, where are you, man? Like, are you a multi-year guy? Like, what I'm is, trying to figure out – what is Laser's contract? Do you guys know? Is it one year? Is it is he here for multiple years? I mean, all those coaches can be replaced. Right. Yeah, you're not worried. Yeah. If, if you're gonna bring Trubisky back on a one year, I think that's fair. But you gotta bring in a play caller that's gonna either prove that you know what he is limited. No matter if no matter what the plays we're calling are, he can't do it. But you gotta bring somebody in that's not gonna call high school option reads like we're playing on the south side of Chicago over at Mount Carmel. We can't do that. We can't. You have to have, you have to have an offense that's going to give you a chance to win. And I meant to say this five minutes ago. We we score a touchdown on that on that last drive. We're up two. Comes back to Chuck Pagano. Is his defense going to hold Aaron Rodgers? We're up two. Trubisky just put us up by two. If he uh, scores there, he then what? Nine, he scored nine points after the opening drive. The the, the guy got the ball. At least eight or nine more times to go down and, and try to get seven points. He cannot do it. The guy is, I don't even, I, I get so frustrated with this because look, I do. So it sounds like, so say it is, say it is, uh, say it is the coaching's fault, right? Say we get rid of Nagy, we get rid of Pace, and then bring back Trubisky with a whole, with a whole new, with a bunch of new guys. You feel comfortable. You think he could lead us to, uh, a division championship and a and a one two three seed in the NFC. If we got him some new coaching, say we got Eric Bieniemy and brought him in, it's it's you feel good about going going in the next season with Mitch Trubisky? I don't. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't need to see any more of it. I feel you know good. I, I feel good mad. if he gets a new offensive coordinator. I feel good with that. Bring him in on a one year deal, new offensive coordinator. Not somebody that's going to come and call the same place because we don't need that. Bring him back on one year, new offensive coordinator, see what he has. Okay, Play let it. me let me let me give you this before I let you go. Go ahead. What what about Mitch Trubisky's game do you like? That that what makes you think that he's a capable NFL quarterback? All right. He's got speed. He can move out of the pocket. He just okay. he has he has to develop that that fifth maybe the 20 plus yard throw. He develops that 20-plus yard throw. There we go. He's, he's got everything else except for the deep throw. And his 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 defensive reading has to develop as well. So pretty much he needs to develop all around as a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. he, he's exactly. got those two things that he needs to develop. See, but, but that's what I'm he's in his third year. These are things that he should be developing by now. Like – Starting him over on a brand new offense, I just think is setting the wheel backwards. It's yeah, like absolutely like I, I agree with Nick, like bringing yeah. him back on a one year deal because there's no better alternative. But if you're going to build around this guy long term, like there's just so many red flags with his potential and growth because by year three, he's still making the same mistakes he was making as a rookie. Right. But do you let him go bring in a uh, bring in a note? Do you let him go bring in Wentz? You have a hundred million. Can't bring in, you can't bring in. Don't 
bring in that guy on any yeah, sort that's of what i'm saying you don't bring I don't like in i don't like i don't like anything you, i'm hearing from that over that on that front no no we're not bringing <laughs> that's what i'm saying you who do you bring in that's going to give you a chance with a hundred million dollar defense and chuck pagano on the other side well that's and that's where i am and that's where i agree with you saying like hey we should bring him back just by default because we don't really have any other options but i'm with sean in the sense of a multi-year deal will be tough to swallow because he just hasn't earned it. Um, you can and even we could say like, hey, the coaching hasn't done him favors and all that stuff. But we've also watched him and we've watched him miss throws. We've watched him make dumb mistakes. We've watched him not be able to read defenses. We've watched him not get it done in big moments. So I think that there's kind of both sides of the story there. Story there, And that's why he's the perfect candidate for another one-year deal. Right. Start 16 games next year and then we kind of go from there. But I'm not ready to be like, hey, man, it's all everybody else's fault and Mitch isn't complicit in some of this because he absolutely is. I will. I wanted to turn off the TVs last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna let you go. I appreciate you hopping on. We're going to no make problem. sure you – Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, appreciate course, it. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Listen, uh, and another thing, too, is like, all right, you're going you're gonna to bring in a whole new coaching staff and then ask this dude who we've gone over and I think is just mentally – takes a mentally it takes a lot to be an nfl quarterback i don't think he has that like you said nick it's another reason why i don't want carson Wentz. but yeah you're talking about you're talking about a guy that wanted to turn the tvs off in the practice facility because they they were because he couldn't hear his name on the television it's it's and then now you're going to give him a whole new coaches have 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 him learn a whole new offense and and year one yo i think at the end of the day bro we've seen these guys for three full seasons we haven't done shit get them all out of here and start over the, hey. de- the defense is we missed the window on the D. We we don't have a quarterback. Matt Nagy is not the one. Pace has made a lot of mistakes. He's made a lot of decent draft picks, but enough mistakes to be warranted that he should not be the GM of the Chicago Bears anymore. Ted Phillips has been at the rain for too long. We haven't done anything. Get him out and re re up. That that's my Yo. stance. That's been my stance. I don't I don't it's that's that's where I'm at. First off, um Play I don't need to see anybody for another on a one year. So what do you to- want to do then? What do you, I guess, and like I, I'm going back and forth between reading this chat because we started off the show saying the playoffs are not a bad thing. Like we prefaced it, we told you guys this a million times. We're not upset about the playoffs. I don't think that he saved the GM and the head coaching job, and he definitely didn't mentally get us to any type of playoffs. So let's chill with all that. Um, but Sean, to your point, what, what, what do you what what do you want to do next year then? Because I get it, you're frustrated, and you're like, I don't want to do this, but it's like you haven't really said what we should do. All you, you said is that about? we shouldn't do this. Like, what do you I, think I've, that we should I've do? Com- I've completely lined up exactly what we should do. We need to get rid of every piece on the defense and stack a bunch of picks. That so who plays not, quarterback next year? I don't give a fuck. Whoever, <laughs> uh, uh, somebody we draft. That's, that's we, your answer. No, 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 no. But seriously, so listen, at nineteen, listen. so at eighteen, nineteen, you're taking a quarterback. If it's it, unless it's unless. Justin Fields or somebody's available. Come on, I'm not reaching for the 18-19 quarterback in a two-quarterback draft. Listen, and that's fine. If we need if we need to next year be as bad as the Jets or the Jags, that's fine. For one year, we could do that till we get a guy that can so play. Then you, so then you want to play Nick Foles? What yes. do you, I just play so Nick you under no circumstance want to bring Mitch Trubisky back next year on a one-year deal? I don't need to see him for what? Because he does what? So you don't want to win. You don't want to even have the chance of winning games next year. You can agree that Mitch Trubisky gives you a better chance to win games than Nick Foles, right? Yeah, Those are two guys you're picking from. Yeah, but are they so both? You'd rather take the guy that's going to lose you more games. Yes, because right. – so You want to tank. 
because he's a way out. Okay. I don't I don't need to see any mediocre football anymore. So you would have pulled Jalen Hurts the other day. I don't, huh? I don't need Jeff to Peterson? win. I don't need to win seven games. I don't need to, I don't need to do it. Why why on earth would I want to bring Mr. Trubisky back to do anything? Because because that's the easy route that we need that, that that because that's the easiest thing we need to do. It's like, oh, I guess we got this guy that knows the offense. And Technically, his record as a starter and, is going to show you that. I don't give a fuck about his record as a starter. He's ass. Yeah, he is. I don't care about the record as a starter because all his wins. So, so you back. want, but you're, but I just wanted to state you just want to lose games next year, right? I want I want to get rid of all the guys that have held so us. So you want to waste another year of some of these guys that we have's primes of Eddie Jackson's prime of Kyle Fuller's prime. We've already Jalen Johnson's development. Like you want to you want to waste already, another year of that. We've already wasted it. I just I don't I'm not on the camp of like Look, yeah let's purposely suck next year and bring Nick Foles back because Mr. Bissy's gonna win us more ball games. I'd rather win some ball games. Yeah, I mean you like, can still draft a quarterback. And yeah, you Mr. Bisky. If it's bad as you say he is, we're still gonna suck. Right. So, but by win ball games, you mean what? Win six and then pick twelve and thirteen. I'd at least start. I prefer to start the year with a chance, not start on week one next year. We can be like, yeah, man, hey, you know what? We're starting Nick Foles. We are gonna go oh, one and fucking fifteen. Listen, that's our issue. We keep thinking we have a chance. A chance to do what? You bring this dude back. What do we have a chance to do? Finish third in the division. What? That's what. I, that's my. Continue opinion. to develop the no. talent around him. I don't. I don't. I mean, bro, we we are not that talent rich to where we we need to cater to Jalen Johnson and Eddie Jackson. Like, so wait, what do John, you, you want to? You don't want to resign Robinson? No. Let a Rob go too. We need to fix the. Our top priority should be fix the cap and stack draft picks. That's it, plain and simple. Yeah, I disagree. So, what do you think we should do? Um, I think you can do both. I think you can bring Mitch back and continue to evaluate whatever, not even evaluate him. Just, he gives you the best chance to possibly win games and you know how it goes in the NFL. Things can flip. Aaron Rodgers could get fucking hurt next year. And next thing you know, the bears are the best team in the fucking division and you have a chance to make the playoffs. Like who knows what could happen? You need to give yourself a chance at the beginning of the year. I do not like going into an NFL season saying, Hey, we have zero chance at the beginning of this year. Like we have zero chance. We set everything up to make sure that we have no chance. Maybe we'll win one or two games and maybe we'll draft some college kid. Like I'm not with that. I don't think that's a good strategy. Okay. I just don't think that's a good strategy. So we we bring back a lame duck coach and a lame duck squad that hasn't done anything the last I haven't said anything years. about the coaching in the but gym. I've made my thoughts. I've made my thoughts clear on that. I don't think there's any situation. I'll put it this way. I'm gonna burst your bubble. There's no situation in which Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace or Matt Nagy gets fired. There's just no. I agree. Two out of three years he's been in the playoffs. His record is rock solid. Like it's gonna be you're gonna be very hard pressed to fire him. You're just gonna be it's it's it, he, he, he there's too much supporting evidence to keep him around based on just record. It's a win loss business. Right, so I think he's back next year. No, regardless. But he's it, back next year. Regardless, listen, 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 don't give he's me back win, next year. Regardless, don't give the win law business because every week, and you know that that record is very tainted, and it's not as good as it should be, or it's it's better than it should be. It, you are what your record says you are. No, no you're not. I don't want to hear are that what your bullshit. record says you are. So, so are you telling me he's responsible for a majority of those wins? Who, Matt Nagy? Matt Nagy? No, but he was the fucking head coach. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I don't think he's a very good coach either, but I just don't see them firing him after a playoff appearance. Like two and three years, like you said, Nick. Like 
the the Bears aren't going to do that. I think Pace still has a chance of let being let go. But then, are you going to hire a GM that has to keep a coach? Like, it's just a delicate balance that they have to try to manage, where they're trying to build for the future, but also maintain the level of competitiveness that they have right now. I'm I, what I'm saying. I'm telling you what we need to do. You right. guys are kind of tiptoeing around it and saying, well, I don't want to be really bad, but I also want to be able to beat the Packers and win the division. And how we do that is we rebuild the team, get a lot of young players, and we clear up the cap, which means we have to get rid of a lot of the guys on the defense. And then that, and then long-term, we figure out a guy for the quarterback position. But and who then rebuilds like that in the NFL? Like I want to, These teams that constantly suck, suck forever. The Jacksonville Jaguars suck forever. Like they they suck. They, they that's a great strategy for them every year. And then you can go get a new quarterback and he sucks. Or the rest of the roster sucks. Or you've gotten rid of any good talent by the time your team is any good, there's nobody left. Right. And that's the issue that I was gonna bring up is that okay, you suck and you have a top five pick. Who's making that pick? Because if it's Ryan Pace again, it's not worth it to me. Like I'd rather be competitive. You look at the Jets, they picked Sam Darnold second two years ago, and they're back in the same spot. Like you yeah, need to that's true. Someone, you need to have someone but, qualified making the picks if you're going to build the draft. But you need to have a shot at it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I guess what I'm saying is that I I, I don't necessarily want to blow up the whole team and do that. I think that's what we should do. That's what I think would be the smart thing is to try to get as many draft picks as you can and then try to go get a new coaching staff. But at the end of the day, I think we need to get rid of Nagy, Pace, and Trubisky. That three, that trio is not going to get us anywhere but eight wins. That, that, uh, that That's the baseline of my argument. So if next year, we're, we uh, I guess we're, we're going to keep Nagy because he made the playoffs two out of his three. And uh, the, the, to say but that you say that it, like it doesn't matter. I understand, but like I get no, what you're trying to say. To say think about what you just said. We're going to keep this guy because he fucking made the playoffs two out of the 66 of the time he's coaching. Like, come on, dude. But bro, it's just a it's a mediocre mindset though. You understood, if, you, but if you're watching the games like I know you are, you know that this guy is not the he's not yeah, it. I, I don't we neither of us like Matt Nagy, but unfortunately the numbers are in his favor yeah. for him keeping his job. So we're just not supposed we're so we're that's, so we're just supposed to rock with that and just say okay. I mean, that's you, you're hoping you're banking on some sort of other improvement, and I think changing the defensive coordinator is one. You've got to figure out who's going to be the play caller next year. Is Nagy going to take those that job back? Is he going to hire another offensive coordinator? Is Laser going to stick around? Is Laser like, going to stick around, yeah. Of, yeah, there's a lot of things that you can tinker with, but I don't think there's going to be wholesale changes after a playoff spot, even if we do think that this team is mediocre. Like, the, the facts are that they were one of the seven best teams in the NFC, and therefore they're playing on Sunday. Like. One of yeah. the one of the seven best teams in the hey, NFC. Wow. Hey, apparently, allegedly, allegedly, they are in the playoffs. Like, look, hey, they are in the playoffs. Like, let's just keep it funky. They're in the playoffs, Sean. They're playing football on Sunday. And we're watching happen? a football game on Sunday. And what's going to happen on Sunday? We're probably going to win. <laughs> the way this season is played out, we are probably going to win. Absolutely. Every Saints fan agrees with you, by the way, because the Saints are so scared of the playoffs. Yeah, I I think we're gonna win on Sunday. What did you say? It depends on if yeah, Bro- the, the Bears are gonna win. I'm predicting a Bears victory. How are we gonna score any points? 21-17 Bears. We're gonna score three touchdowns yep. against the Saints. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the Mr. Bissy extension game. Listen, you know who's going to happen? 
Javon Williams out against CJ Gardner Johnson. Oh, the matchup. <laughs> that is going to be that is a funny That's matchup. The only thing For a guy who's not very good, that CJ Gardner Johnson guy sure does talk a lot. He like, chirps. I've, I've, I've never seen him make like actual good football players, but I've definitely always see him talking. I guess at the end of the day, I, I'm apparently I'm the very minority of Bears fans that want to be elite. And how you get to be elite? No, I mean, is, I think we all want to be elite. You have you have to get rid of mediocre motherfuckers like like Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, and Trubisky. That's well, like there's that. no like one path to being great in this league because yeah, it's, there's it's, multiple it's, paths. You're right about that. On the quarterback, like picking in the top three, it doesn't guarantee you anything, and then you could just be stuck down there, like we were talking about with the Jaguars. Like there's yeah. just no certainty. Last I checked, we picked in the top three a few years ago, and we're still <laughs> fucking talking about it five years later. So <laughs> what are you like? Yeah, I mean. I think there's other ways to do it. Yeah, there's other ways to do it, and not, but not by completely bottoming out. It's a, it's clear. Like there's, there's, it's an organizational thing. Like the Packers are never bad. The Colts are never bad. Then you look at the Chargers. They've had, they went from Breeze to Rivers to now Herbert. They're never that good. Like it's not just the quarterback. It's the whole organization has to be on the same page. And the Bears are stuck in the middle. I think it's, I don't know. It's yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, will American Mail let us know who he's talking about? I don't know if he's talking about me. I don't know if he's talking about no, Eli. I don't know if he's talking about Sean. He's, talk, he's talking about me. I'm gonna okay. ask him. I'm gonna ask him what he thinks we should do. Send his ass a link. Hop on the pod. No, for real. Like he should come on and come talk. But I don't know, man. I, I think we're in a really bad position. And I think the earlier that we replace the, the president, the GM, the coach, and the quarterback is is the sooner we get on a trajectory to being a solid football team again. Like we were two years ago. These NFL windows, we already know they closed very quickly. Two years ago, we were a really good football team. But the now, two years ago was the same quarterback, coach, GM, and president. That but that defense was elite. And it was a and it was a different defensive coordinator. That let's be honest, you know this, Eli. The defense oh, I, won, the defense kept made that year. Oh, for, for sure. We almost had 40, they almost 40 turnovers. But, but in the playoffs, the defense failed and mitch played pretty well and if the kicker knows how to what he's doing the bears advance no, the, de the defense can't fail if they give up 14 what they give up 16 points what was the score that eagle game let golden tate do what he needed to do at the end you know what i'm saying but like come on i mean the, I, I can't put that on them they were they weren't they gave up we didn't score 17 points you know what i'm saying so look this guy american we'll male, american male said run it back so just I don't know. Well, let me, okay, let me ask you this. Just since we're doing hypotheticals, how would you feel if we ran it back, brought everybody back except Pagano, fixed the offensive line and, 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 and changed the defensive coordinator? Would that make us, does that make us a nine or 10 win team? Yeah, we, uh, we, I would we, be in support we, of that. You build around Montgomery, you build around Komet, who's, all the shit I gave him early on has, has turned out to be a decent player. He should have been playing for the first eight weeks of the season. Yeah, for sure. another, another failure on Matt Nagy because the kid can play. Yeah, yeah. Moody is solid. Like, <laughs> like the offense has pieces. You build, a, you get an offensive lineman. Like the, the offensive line has played pretty well the last few weeks. They, they still have their downfalls, but you you redo the tackles because Bobby Massey and Charles Leno can't stick around anymore. But. Uh, I don't I, think you can get rid of Leno, though. Isn't Leno yeah, like the first or second year of like a big extension? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, there, there's there's building blocks. It's not like a complete tear down to the studs. I do think that a, a new defensive coordinator, a new scheme, um, they're, they're going to have to 
pay some people and make some choices on the, the defensive line. I think Bilal Nichols is a free agent, but um, that, that would be my approach is, is build the certain pieces and, and hope for growth from the young players and, and draft a quarterback. You have to draft a quarterback. You have to. Yeah, you can yeah. still draft a quarterback. Yeah. Like I think you have to try to get rid of Khalil Mack too. However, I've been, you, I've been saying that. however you need to, I think you have to try to get rid of Khalil Mack to get some type of value from him. Cause I think, Either he needs to change the scenery or I don't know what it is, honestly. I, I I I can't figure it out because that dominant dude that we see flashes of just isn't consistent enough. And so I mean that I, I think that's the only way to put it. But we scored nine points after the opening script drive of the game. We scored nine points. And this has been a consistent theme over the last two years. We don't score any points. And the guys who run the offense are Matt Nagy. Pace put Matt Nagy in his place, and the quarterback is Trubisky. So I, I don't I have no reason to see any more games from any of those three guys. That's where and Pagano as well. But I, I just I, it seems like such an easy way out to be like, ah, I guess we'll bring Trubisky back because what other option do we have? And that's what we should do. I, I just think that's, I, I just think that's a, a, a cop out. I'd rather bring, 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 a, next- bring a GM, bring in, bring in a, a president and a GM that can figure out the situation, figure out a way to unload the cap, figure out a way to get shit rocking back and get us in a better position in the next two seasons. Bringing the, all three of those guys back next year is a waste to me. But so we've talked about a lot about the coach and the front office and stuff, but would the cap look as bad if Khalil Mack was still one of the best defense players in the league? If Eddie Jackson was still playing at an all pro level, like then you would look at that money as money well spent. Like the players have to own some of this as well, in my opinion. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's a good point. Um, No, it wouldn't. But I also think that we can't pour as much money in this age of football into the defensive side as we have. But yeah, I mean, if Mack was, if a killer, Quinn, we wouldn't be as bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I, I can agree with that. But Quinn was listen, a complete waste of money. Like they they've they've screwed up so much on those big holes. Well, like next year, aren't we paying a combined like thirty five million to Robert Quinn and fucking uh, Nick Foles, two players who yeah. act this year we did two players who literally actively made us worse. Yeah, like yes. that's pace. The pace pace to me can't sit down in the office. And and get his job back. Like for me, I'm just like, hey, yeah, I agree. I, I waste if I'm the McCaskies, I'm like, yeah, I wasted thirty million dollars this year on Robert Quinn and Nick Foles, and they produced me absolutely nothing. They actually made us worse. So like him, he should not be back. And I know it's hard to fire the GM and not fire the coach, right? Especially when the GM hired that coach right, and the GM's exactly. holding that same record, other than the year before when he brought in uh, brought in uh, what's the guy long neck Mike Lennon. So yeah. Like, yeah, if I'm them, I'm just pointing up some of the money that we've wasted and be like, yeah, I've spent like 60 million on guys that have no purpose in life. And like, so, if you are yeah. going to draft a quarterback, I don't want Ryan Pace making that selection. His track yeah. record shows he has no clue what he's doing at that position. And to your point, if the Bears want to see a head roll because of Sunday, right? Because we lost to the Packers twice this year and they do want to make some noise, you can fire Ryan Pace and keep Nagy. And that really puts Nagy on fucking notice. Yeah, because the new GM is going to want to come in and want to fire him, right? New GM always wants to fire that coach. You need to, no, yeah. I mean, you can do that, but that would be a mistake. You need to clear it all, clear all of them out. It's it's, it's a think, waste. It's just I, a waste. 
Listen, I guess what I'm trying to say. The optics on Fire and Nagy are going to be bad. I'm just telling you. What I'm, I don't give a fuck about optics. That's the right. That, that, that's the right decision. If you want to bring in another good well, coach, what? you better care about optics. That's no. a very Bears way to think. Like win the press conference. That's the Bears. Yeah, exactly. Bears. That's such the Bears way to think about the shit. I, I don't know, man. I, okay, I, so I if you're an agent for a coach, you might be like, "Hey, don't go over to Chicago. They, they fired Matt Nagy. We went, went, he went forty and eight, and they fired him." Hold on one sec. But. You know what I mean? Like, I think that stuff matters, man. Your reputation around the league, how you handle your coaches, shit like that does matter. Yeah, and I, I think if, if heads do roll, the number one person, which is crazy, it's going to be Chuck Pagano. Like, a month ago, we, people wanted Nagy fired and Pagano to be the interim head coach, and now no, it was like Nagy's stay. Nagy, er, Pagano has got to go. The game is, like Will said when he was on with us, the game has passed Pagano by. He doesn't is know Ted Phillips retiring? I didn't know that. <clears throat> what? She, there's no, who no, no. We don't, no one knows that. Who the fuck That's said no. that? That's what Cody just said. Yeah, I mean, shout out Cody, but yeah, I don't there's no there's no basis to that. I think what I'm trying to avoid is us wasting another year of this like hopeful bullshit. Cause if you bring those three guys back, dude, pace it like you said. Good point. Pace, pace burned up. Pace picked up Mike Glennon, gave him a bunch of money. We go and get Foles, gave him a bunch of money. He's hit on a couple decent picks with Mooney, Eddie Jackson, Tariq, I guess. I guess Tariq. He's a very special, specific player. Um, For where you got him. Well, you got him like the fourth round. Yeah, take that. Yeah. You, can get, you can get production out of a fourth rounder. For sure. Good um, production, yeah. You'll take that. So I, I just that's my biggest thing is I'm just trying to avoid us bringing these three three dudes back and then them trying to sell that hey we made the playoffs last year we're gonna make a leap which that's just not gonna come like it, it, there's just no there's no there's no situation I can see where the Bears bring back all three of these guys run them out and then we're we're a ten win football team I don't see it Sean if you had to pick one who would you most want to return Mitch. Ryan or Nagy, Ryan Pace or Matt Nagy. If one had to come back, if I fuck, fuck, marry or kill. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I don't. I I honestly, because if a new GM comes in, he's going to pick his own quarterback and coach. So, like, if if Pace is gone, the other two are on thin ice. But I just wonder what you, how would you rank those in terms of who you'd want to get out first, or who? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you have to start at the top because, like, and, and go Pace because he picked Trubisky and picked Matt Nagy. So, I mean, you can pick yeah. those guys. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think my biggest problem is I my expectations for Chicago sports. I think we should be elite, and uh, maybe I need to taper that down. And maybe I should just relax and enjoy us making the playoffs and playing on Nickelodeon and – then, and, and I see, should but when you make it sound should, like that, you make it sound like, oh, like that's what we're saying we're cool with, and that's not what we're saying, man. Like you're making it, you're, 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 you, you're taking this shit to a whole nother extreme. We didn't say that. We're just saying that, like, I would much rather bring Trubisky back and see what happens with that than fucking go into the Nick Foles abyss of next year. But that Nick, does that nothing to do with liking but, to play on Nickelodeon. Yeah, but Nick, we, we you know what I mean? Like, what are we, what are we talking Nick, about here? Every, Nick, it's not, it's not that, Nick, it's not that serious. Nick, we know what's going to happen with that. You, you want to bring Denzel Valentine back next year too, and see what happens with that. Like, Stop we it. know he can't. We know he can't play. He's we know Trubisky. Hard. We know Trubisky can't play. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So you like, should have had the Denzel video queued up for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest thing. It's like I don't need to see any more football from Mitchell Trubisky. I. I I kind of think – so here – maybe I'm wrong on this. I kind of do. 
I kind of do. With a new coaching staff and a new offense? I don't know. I just kind of do. I just say give them 16 games. I really don't like how it went down this year. I just don't. I've said it every week, man. Those six weeks, at a certain point, you had to stop bringing Nick Foles out into ballgames. And you kept doing it. At a certain point, you should have put Mitchell Trubisky back in there. So I don't like how it went down this year. That's where I'm at. Maybe that's maybe I'm maybe I don't want to admit that I want to see another year of Mitch because I saw some things when he came back that I was like, ooh, and I get it. Some of it can be tantalizing, but I know the drill. I know he can't read defenses. I know he's a mental midget. I know he probably doesn't have the fortitude to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, but I feel like I want to see another year. Just like I wanted to see this year. This year got interrupted over some bullshit. We supported the benching when it happened, but I did not support keeping both in there. Like, but but I, think, I, I think I want to see a year of Mitch. But don't you think if you could get rid of Nagy, that'd be awesome. Great. If you can get rid of Nagy and bring in a better head coach that's not going to try to make Mitch something that he's not and that doesn't have some vision of the offense, even though it doesn't match his personnel, which is absolutely Matt Nagy's biggest flaw. It's not the play calling. It's that he sees something that's not in front of him. If you could do that, someone who's realistic, absolutely. We just watched the Cleveland Browns get to the playoffs with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is way more talented than Mitch, but he's also limited in the fact that he's a dumbass that turns the ball over left and right. And for the first half of the season, Stefanski schemed around him as much as he possibly could. We watched their pet run the ball 40 times a game. He was barely throwing it. He had some games where he'd throw for 97 yards. But guess what? He looked at him and said, this is what this guy can do. This is what I got. This is how I'm going to coach my team. So, yeah, I would love to see that type of situation in there and give Mitch another shot with a guy like that. But either way, I think I'd just rather just see another year of Mitchell Trubisky. It's, just, yeah, it's, it's fucking just, terrible. I can't believe I'm saying it. Such a midi- it's such a mediocre mindset that That's you're fine. talking about. That's it's fine. Like, That's fine. It's such a mediocre, like, what we've been seeing literally for 30 years in a row. Like that's li- like literally like that we have. There's no reason for a- every time this guy Mitchell Trubisky plays a decent football team, he sucks and we lose by mul- by double digits and we don't score twenty points. When he right. plays some of the worst teams in the league, yeah, he can he he shows you a little something that for whatever reason has tricked you into thinking you need to see more football from him. But he's not good. He hasn't been good. The reason he got benched is because he was playing like shit and we were getting smoked in Atlanta. He threw one of the worst picks I've ever seen in my life. He played. He got Ben. You deserved it, Ben. I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't understand. You, you need to see Mitch. Uh, so we need to burn up another year to with, with Mitch with another coach and another offense to determine if he'll. He's when the. We he's be the burning another guy? year, anyways. Though is it is it what you're saying? Doing next year already burning a year. Yeah, I'm just so getting Why wouldn't you rather burn I'm, the I'm year just, and fucking I'm, see if you have something more in Mitch over 16 games? You're talking about burning a year anyways. I'm so if he's, as bad, if, he's as bad, if he's as bad as he says he is, then they're going to suck next year. They're the same thing. You get your result. Okay. I mean, Will, who was the supporter of Mitch, said that his two flaws were reading defenses and throwing the ball more than 10 yards. So, like, clearly the quarterback has a ceiling of what his strengths are. Like, I, I'm I'm with you, Nick. Like I, I don't mind bringing him back, but there's clearly a ceiling, and that ceiling is eight and eight. Like he he's not gonna ever be an elite quarterback. But if you have a good running game around him, if you have some good playmakers, if you have a good defense, maybe a solid quarterback is all you need. Like and he has gone twelve and four before. I get it. The defense was elite, or were they eleven and five? Like, I always forget what their record was that year. But four, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, shout out Level Up. He said, none of you guys are wrong. We're in limbo, which is 100% right. The team is in pure limbo. 
and he said we have to go the Miami route. What they was the Miami? Tua and they already want to bench Tua. Like, yeah, they, they no they, guarantee that yeah, that's work. Exactly. They did all that and drafted the wrong guy. Right. All that and drafted the wrong guy. So the wrong guy. You didn't take Herbert. You draft all that, drafted the wrong guy, and you still missed the playoffs. Okay. So then you're still no, I have, it would be yeah. great to do the Miami route, but it still comes down to the luck of picking the right quarterback. Like Miami also had seventy thousand picks. You know why they had seventy thousand picks? Because they sent Fitzpat uh Minka to, to Pittsburgh, one of their better players. Young guy, they sent him. They sent him off. They they did what needed to be done. Uh, I don't know, man. It's we're in limbo, just like Level Up. Shout out Level Up Seven. He he said it right. We don't we don't have a lot of very good options. Um, I don't know. I think my expectations are too high. Like I I should be more like this American American male guy who's in the chat. He said this dude's too extreme. He said run it back, bring bring Trubisky back. Maybe I should just be. Um, you know what? We should be praising the Bears for making the playoffs and and then go into Sunday hoping we, we, we somehow win the game and then say all shucks when we lose by 20 and then bring the same guys back because we made the playoffs and then we'll, we can go about it that way. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Or maybe, maybe, maybe we all just need to elevate to your level of thinking on this whole thing so that I can see what you see because clearly Sean, Sean is on like is on – Everest and we're on the fucking Rockies here or something. I don't well, know. I but guess, like, it, it, you're just there. Well, I just, I mean, I guess the <laughs> like, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that there needs to be changes, and I have the feeling that we're going to go into the year and not make and go into the offseason and not make any changes. It's very apparent to me that we need to make changes. I don't care if we made the playoffs or not, bro. We talked about this last week. You can do both. You can make changes, okay, and still keep some things. Yeah, and I, still evaluate. I, yeah, yeah, and, and you I, can and, still suck next year. Yeah, and I, I, I don't agree. want to go in there and be like, "Yo, we're going to suck." Like this is it. Hey, we're giving you guys Nick Foles. Have at it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a really bad situation because we've somehow backed into the playoffs, and now our now because Nick Nick just Nick Nick just like a majority of the Chicago fans it, are going to be like a bad thing. That has to be the goal. Like. It can't be a, a bad not like thing. not like not like this though. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's, no, I get it. It's embarrassing making bad. the playoffs, and then you know what I mean. It's almost like not all money is good money. It's like yeah, we made the playoffs, but like, come on, man, we but play our arch rivals. It is, is what you don't got none, and well, we ain't got none right listen, now. So. Like we're you play your Drew Brees. Like who the hell knows what's gonna happen? Like, yeah, we're gonna win this playoff game, Sean. Okay, okay. Yo, I, I, I'll say this. We could win the playoff game, and I still want them all fired. I think we could win the Super Bowl, and you yeah. want them all fired. Yeah, I think I would, honestly. Yeah. They could yeah. drive a Lombardi trophy to Sean's <laughs> house and give it to him in a fucking in a shadow box, and he would still want everybody fired, bro. Yeah, uh, maybe they could be, form a dynasty, and he still want everybody fired. I think that's where we're at. Yeah. Okay. Big, uh, big Eli. Closing thoughts. Uh, my closing thoughts are that even if they win, then they have the next week they have to go to Lambo. So it's going to be a short-lived playoff run, even if they do win. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Nick. L l closing thoughts. You, you said you, you really think are – you, are, you, are you just fucking around or you really think they're going to go in there and win? Uh, no, I don't I, – I, I would not be surprised if they won. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't bet on it or anything. No, I don't think they're going to win. Um, but I'm going to leave my closing thoughts. I've already said everything I have to say, man. I'm just going to continue to work to be a better Bears fan. I just want to get like you, man. 
Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold some people accountable and actually want to win 10, 11 games. How about wanting to be the Packers? I want to be the Packers. Every what, have, have 60 yeah. years of, of elite Super Bowl, quarterback. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have, have 60 years of elite quarterback play and two Super Bowl rings to show for it. That's fine. They have one more than us. And, that's and I and I also want to get rid of people that are no good for the organization. Mitchell Trubisky sucks. He sucked for years. And I don't need to I don't need to bring him back under any circumstance. Figure out a way to figure out the cap to bring back someone else. Go get Jameis. Go get someone. I don't want to see Mitchell Trubisky anymore. The guy is not the one. I, I, that, that, that'll be my final thought. In 1985, the Bears and the Packers have been to the same amount of Super Bowls. That's not true. No. Yeah, we've been to two. They've been to two. That's – oh, well, okay. They, well, went, to, they went to three. Yeah, Third and one. yeah, and they have – Did they lose one? They lost they to the Broncos. The, yeah, oh, yeah, they did. Brett Favre did lose yeah. the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. Okay, comment. so one more. That was, such a, that was such a ridiculous comment. Yeah, awesome. they, they, they won two of the three. They have two Super Bowls. Oh my God! Two was... Super Bowl rings after sixty years of elite quarterback play. Listen, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, I, I don't want to sit up here and act like. Listen, listen, listen. They've gotten the suit one off Rodgers. They've literally wasted Aaron Rodgers' entire career. I can go. We can, we can have a three hour podcast on how the Green Bay Packers have wasted the Aaron Rodgers experience and should have four rings. Completely. We can talk about that. Brett Favre had one ring. Aaron Rodgers has one ring. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. We can talk okay. about that all day. You think that you think that they maximize their Aaron Rodgers window? Really quick, actually, are you, they maximize their Aaron Rodgers window at one Super Bowl? No, of course not. But okay. yo, do you guys have a couple minutes? A couple more minutes? Sure. Let me let me tell you. Let me ask you this, Nick. What makes you think what that Trubisky? What if Trubisky? We talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. But why would Trubisky want to sign a one year deal? What if what? Uh, what makes if you think that we're going to be able to find a multi-year deal? Awesome. That's good for, that's good for the kid. I, I don't know where you think the multi-year deal is coming from. I guess, let me ask you this too. You and Eli can answer. Like what, what does, I guess, I guess I'm just beating the dead horse. I was going to say, you want to see one more year of Trubisky just to see if he can play. Is that what you're saying? Nick? And Eli? Yeah, yeah. I'd like I to see it. Another yeah. year uninterrupted. I think continuity is better than starting over with a, someone new. And I think that's going to be Mitch's approach is would he rather go to a new team with a, a coach and offensive system he doesn't know? Or would he rather stick it out here where he knows the scheme and knows the players and hopes to have a put up a big year that he can then get a long-term contract? All right. We'll leave it there. Bears Sunday, Nickelodeon, CBS at New Orleans. Probably the best defense in the league when they're on top of their shit. So we'll we'll see what Mitch can do. I mean, I know what he's gonna do. Hey, and by the way, we didn't talk about this. The Green Bay Packers defense is ass. They're yeah. not very good either. We're at home. We didn't do anything against them. Now we have to go to New Orleans and play the Saints, and and some people are expecting us to compete in that game. And I I, I think it's absolutely no chance that happens. So we'll see. We'll be back. I, Hey, and, and, and to close it out, I hope I eat all my words and that we go in next week and win at Green Bay and and we go to the NFC Championship and we see what happens and they all come back and Trubisky somehow morphs into a really good quarterback. Um, but I, I just don't see that happening. Shout out to Sean Watson for leading the league in passing yards. 
Um, salute to salute to salute to D Watt. Get that Number man a coach. <laughs> Get him a coach too. Yeah, he needs a coach. Free Deshaun Watson. Um, that's it, man. I, I, I'm I'm upset. I'm pissed off. We're in limbo. We're in a bad spot. The Bears are eight and eight, and they backed into the playoffs after losing to their arch rival, getting outscored thirty-five to nine, closing to close the game. And that's what it is. For Big Nick the Quick, Eli K. Baron, I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Shout out, man. American Mail, man. Yo, come holler at me, man. I want to I talk to money. <laughs>